Welcome back to the Balance Bowley Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigpen, always excited to be in the space with you today. Listen, this has been a beautiful and brutally disruptive experience that I'm coming off of for the last few weeks. Um, for those of you who are new to the BBP, which we affectionately refer to the Balance Bully Podcast as, every single year, our company takes six-week sabbatical, which we lovingly refer to as self-lovecation, so that everyone can refuel and be recalibrated and rejuvenate as a whole. And of course, social media still runs, guys, so you don't have to worry about that. You still see posts and (laughs) all the things, but it's on cue because we believe in automation as well for those things that you don't necessarily have to have your physical hands on. But behind, behind, behind the scenes, for me personally, I set up this six weeks as an opportunity to disrupt my own patterns, to get out of the way of whatever has become complacent for me and my life that may not necessarily be adding value to my work life and love balance the way that it should be. And so to make sure that I can walk the talk that I'm teaching about being intentionally selfish and balancing boldly and living in the space of and so you too can live fully, I have to disrupt anything that has become so rote and ritualistic that I may not have caught what it was hiding from me. By having rituals and routines, you can have grounding and anchoring that is so beautiful and allows you to maneuver through and navigate through a lot of life's business and personal chaos, right? There's nothing wrong with it. Rituals and routines are good, but they can also become hiding places for you where you no longer listen to whatever's going on because you're so fixated on sticking to a ritual or routine or having a certain habit, drinking your cup of tea before your coffee or having your coffee by 3 p.m., just all those little things. So when I do my sabbatical and I completely disrupt myself in the most beautiful and brutal way I can, I disconnect from everything. When I say everything, I mean no social media, no phone. The only apps I go to are my devotional apps and spiritual apps and my Evernote when I have downloads that are pouring in and I run to write in. I barely do text messaging, even to my inner circle. Like it's real. And there's all kind of layers to that six weeks, the way that I break it down for this unshedding, detoxing process. But what it allows me to do is to emerge as a new version of me that feels awkward, like a baby born with new legs. And then I have to learn some new things again, but I have the lessons and blessed experiences from whatever happened prior to that six-week self-lovecation for this year to grow from. So I don't have to start from scratch. One of the reasons that I wanted to bring this wonderful man to you today that I get the privilege of introducing you to is because he understands how important it is to also do self-work, to not just say, oh, well, I'm an alpha male, so I don't do those things, or I'm not an alpha male because I do do those things. He is strong enough to be vulnerable. He honors himself in every way that you can think, because he is constantly working on being a better version of him, not only for himself, but for the people he loves, for his children, his grandchildren, and of course, all of his clients. And in that, 
all of the clients, including some of you who are listening to this podcast today, get the benefit of this because he's not in his way. So he can do exactly what he said he was going to do for you and help to literally, pun intended here, and you'll see why soon, grow and expand your business. So let me introduce to you my good friend, Rich Laster. He is a business growth consultant at growexpand.com. You saw where that pun was coming from now, right? And he is truly helping businesses of all different size literally increase their revenue so they can stop living in this space of survival and they can truly thrive in whichever direction that they're going, whether it's to increase up and to scale and to leverage new opportunities, or maybe they're trying to widen out their services and really take a broader stroke at what they're doing, but in a new and efficient way so they can help more people in their ideal client continuum along that avatar of whatever they're working with. He also, in his side time, when he is not being a dad and a G-pop to the babies, he also helps founders literally polish their pitch is the best way that I can say it. I'm sure he can say it even better. But in doing that, he gets to be altruistic and philanthropic and give back to people who are trying to either get their new start or restart in a way that maybe they didn't truly believe they could do because they were leaning on old expertise. And now they're coming with this new version of their gift or their product or their service. And they have to exactly do what I said to polish and strengthen their pitch. And somehow he finds time for this. I don't know how he's doing it. And we're about to find out right now, but I am so privileged to know this brave man, Rich Welcome to the BBP and tell everyone how you're doing today. Nakia, thank you for that introduction. Thank you. Um, I, I am humbled for the opportunity to be here. I, I, I can't talk about myself. I'm, I'm doing great. But <laughs> like, to know Nikita is, is, a, is, a, is a blessing, I think is the right word. A, a lot of people have taken on the marketing and the cliche and the terms of the day of mindfulness and healthy selfishness. She lives it yeah. and she embodies it. And there is love and boundaries and wisdom and friendship and insight that she brings to every conversation. You all are so smart for tuning in and make sure you're subscribed to the BBP. It's as a man, as a heterosexual man and from an alpha male family, it's, it's, it's one of my secret weapons. Yes, honey. So I'm telling you, listen, <laughs> you, you gotta, you, you, you have to keep the saw sharp, but the saw isn't just how you sell what you offer as a business. The saw is your mind. Yes. The saw is your heart, your soul, your physical body. Are you eating right? Are you exercising? Right? Like it, it's so much more to balancing boldly and nobody but Nakia is talking about it. So y'all really need to subscribe. I need to take you with me when I'm on the road and have to get up on a stage and have an introduction. (laughs) 
anytime. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. I appreciate that seriously, and and all humility. Thank you. Thank you for being an avid listener. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a conduit of my message by practicing it in your own life and making sure that you gain just as much as you give because you're a giver, Rich, and there's no question about it. And I in in that giving essence, and I know you don't really like to talk about yourself, but you know, I'm going to cultivate this sacred space for you to make sure that we can get to some juicy goodness. I'm, <laughs> I want to know what it looks like for your clients when you are giving to them so that they can grow in pun intended again, because <laughs> I'm corny, but I like it. So they can grow and expand. Like what does a day in the life working with growexpand.com, what does that look like for your clients? So a day in the life working with a client starts with, are, are they a client? Mm-hmm. And one thing I've learned from listening to Balancing Boldly podcast is the importance of my intake. Yeah. I do a two-hour interview of prospective clients once they get through my sales funnel and into my pipeline. There's a two-hour interview where I exhaustively learn about their business, why they started it, who they are, what they're doing well, where they think they're weak, and where sales and marketing can enhance and increase revenue. Um, jerks and uh, the, all the other uh, non-polite words for jerk mm-hmm. don't seem to make it through that two-hour process without some kind of contention rising up. Mm-hmm. Well, that tells me that, one, they're not coachable. Yeah. So working with a consultant will never work. Mm-hmm. And two... They're not ready for help yet. They're not ready for help yet. While revenue may not be outpacing inflation, they still think that somehow the solution is going to magically walk up to them like a squirrel while they're sitting on a park bench eating lunch (laughs) and speak in a foreign language, but they'll understand it just how to grow their business. And Disney... I, th- I believe Walt's dead. Yeah, so, I think like, so. <laughs> the fantasies, eh, yeah. you know, it, it's about grasping reality. It's about grasping what we're good at and what we're not good at. Yeah. Where we can meet and use a little help yeah. to get a little better. You know, I said to a lot of businesses this year, with inflation being what it is, are you outpacing inflation? Oh, oh well, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. You said your business is already growing. Is is it growing by double digits? Because mm-hmm. inflation is nine percent. If your revenue is not growing by at least ten, mm-hmm. then you're flatlining or or taking a hit. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people aren't thinking about that's that. a teachable moment, especially for people who aren't your clients yet. And then when they become your clients, I'm assuming that they get this wraparound of care to really help them see. The gaps, like, you know, in, in my business, I talk about the love gaps, right? But in your business, it's, right, it's a different right. type of gap that you're looking at. Well, what, right. what are some of those things that I would say, what's the one thing that you've seen across most clients? I know they're all different because you're industry agnostic and you work with different industries, but what's a repeated mm. pattern that you see that shows up that because of the work that you've done personally, you can see a lot faster now 
than maybe, you know, five years ago in your mm. entrepreneurial journey. And you can yes. help them see that there is, in fact, a solution, even if they don't believe they could ever close that particular gap. Yes, um, that is a great question. So since developing our new intake process, which is like almost a year old, nice. um, clients and non-clients mm -hmm. all say that the proposal they get after that two-hour interview, if if they don't just say, you know what, this isn't for me, and then we part ways, but if they get a proposal, that proposal only speaks to where their offering is strong. Yeah but their sales and marketing is weak mm. and how we can enhance that to increase profits. Yeah. I'm not a management consultant. Yeah. I'm not running a full spot analysis because mm -hmm. that's not going to make you money. Mm -hmm. Your strengths and your opportunities are all I care about. And I outline those for people and I detail very briefly in my proposals, yeah. which are one page documents. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do to increase revenue here. This is what I'm going to do to increase revenue there. This is what the fee will be. Yeah, like a roadmap snapshot, almost. That Just a quick snapshot. Yeah. If you want more, hire us. Absolutely, absolutely. If you if you don't if you can't afford us or you don't want more, sure, Google it. There are plenty of resources out there for free. They usually come back a year or two later, mm -hmm. and that's fine too. Yeah. Our rates change every quarter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I listen. So, I I know this life. I. I love the place that I'm in now per, as the, in my personal development work because I wasn't mm -hmm. definitely there, you know, 11 years ago when we started the business, when people would come two or three years later, like I've been watching you or, you know, maybe they did come all the way in for, you know, back then it was a consultation call, discovery call. Now it's an activation call, but they, for whatever reason, no judgment, no shaming. They weren't ready right. to, to push the button on. Yes. Let's, let's do this for my, my life, my business, my love, all of it. And then they come and they're like, Oh, I'm ready. Let's get it. But they, go off of those previous investment entry points. And I'm like, oh yes. no, because what I've learned from the mentors and advisors and things that you know I've brought into my ecosystem is it's always a 4.5 upgrade. And that means oh, doing yes. the math, 4.5 for every time you hit those really good transformations, you go up. So the longer you take to be ready, which again, no shaming, no blaming, you come to it when you do, it's going to be drastically different because I upgrade my understanding of my value and my worth and we upgraded our expenses, right? And our team and gotcha. our development and power partners and all the things. So I hear you fully when you're like, I'm giving you what you need to get to this next level and I'm ready for you whenever you are. But that proposal investment rate that was on that one in 2020 is not what it is in 2023. That's right. And which is why yes. all proposals have a 30 day expiration. Date. Right. Right there. Right. It's not fine print. Right. I, I don't want you to miss it. Right. He said that's not that's not eight point five. <laughs> oh no. It's twelve oh, no. or a twelve or above. That's 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at that at all. I also heard you really clearly when you said significantly for us, we have about 80% of entrepreneurs listen to this podcast um, in terms of the base audience. And those that are listening, I know it's a struggle when marketing and sales is not your forte. It's not your zone of genius. Sometimes you pull away from it and you don't realize how important it is 
to the growth and expansion of your business. And I heard you say one of those patterns that you get to identify quicker for people than maybe you would have five plus years ago. And maybe you were, you know, helping them with the logistics and the the technicalities and the tangibles of team and all those other pieces and grants. I know you have governmental background and just all those things where now you get to see, well, let's look at your marketing and sales. Like what's happening here? Because that's a direct dotted line to what is in your bank account and whether or not you are in the black or you are in the red. Exactly right. And being a 25-year sales guy, sales management, sales leadership, CSO, mm-hmm. uh, running a marketing firm, I mean, I'm like the best choice yeah. because most marketing firms, and there's no knock, mm-hmm. I get it. It's This is yeah. what we do. This is what we offer. Okay, Red Ocean, go for it. I don't recommend marketing if it's not going to increase revenue. Right. Because as a sales guy, my brain says, how is this driving sales? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not profitable after I help you drive sales, you need an empirical. I'll connect you to Bill Morrow or somebody <laughs> that can help you right. get your operations right. right. But like as far as revenue, it's really all about like how are you taking your magic and your value proposition and communicating that effectively to the people who have money for what you offer in their pockets. So you you hit a point, though, that I think is worth highlighting in multiple layers is being able to communicate your worth. And so now we're re- right. Amen. Shaking hands. <laughs> right. We're we're kind of throwing the anchor back to where we started at the beginning of the show when you're doing your own personal work. And you're willing to look at what's happening with you. The world says, you know, don't be vulnerable. That's not alpha. If you pride yourself on being an alpha female or alpha male, don't, you know, don't express yourself. Don't show your emotions. You got to have the game face. You know, the world tells you that the work tells you none of that matters. What matters is how you feel about yourself and your body and your being and your spirit. And then it shows up with some, there's nothing wrong with all the spiritual work you can do. You still could use the advice of a mentor, a guide, a marketing expert, a sales strategist. It, it's not a knock on, oh, you must have something going on with you because you needed help and support from some people. Every coach should be coached. Every therapist should be in therapy. You Listen, preach. you know what I'm saying? Right. And so there's, you know, for everyone listening, I don't want you to think that you have to have it all together means that you don't need support from other people because that's the opposite of what it means. You should always have that's good right. counsel around you whenever possible. Um, and in that, what often happens for people, what I heard you say is when they're not able to communicate their messaging in the right way, often it is because they haven't really resonated with what the message is built on, the foundation of it, what what feels right. counterproductive, what feels like a hypocritical statement. You know, it, I would be right. a hypocrite to tell people to take time for themselves and, you know, make room for intimacy and love and, and joy and all of that. And ultimately that will help them with their success. If I am working 18 hour days and never take a break ever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, right. that's very hypocritical. And so I hear you saying, because of the a lot of the things you've done for yourself and that you're continue to do 
for for yourself, for your life, for your business, for your family, you are tapping in to deeper parts of the healing process so you can make room for whatever goodness is coming your way. And you even did something recently, which I am led by the spirit to tap into, that you received a request from someone in your life that you could have shut the door on because of their past you know, issues and challenges and the way that they showed up, not in the in the best way in your life, but you opened the door to receive an apology. Would you like to share a little bit about that? So Nikita is the Barbara Walters of the business world. <laughs> I'm sitting here like Terrell Owens about to cry. Um, <laughs> liquid joy, liquid joy. So my father and I had a major argument two and a half years ago via text. And um, the conversation started with a text from him and blah, blah, blah. Um, my father is a Special Forces Army Ranger. Uh, my family are all military and entrepreneurs. And arguing with him always reaches a head where you know to walk away. Yeah. Um, I was mad. I talked to my therapist about it. Thank God I had one at the time. And, you know, he, he said that I handled it well. I didn't think so because my father told me to kick rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, my father called me three weeks ago. And I tried to reach out to him a couple times before that, but no avail. Um, and he called me and we just talked calmly all cards face up and I've, I've had therapy. So being able to be vulnerable and to unpack things is easier for me now than before. But when you look at my, when you look at my dad's generation, right? Alpha male bootstrap, you're black. So you have to be 10 times better than everybody else. Mm -hmm. You have to work harder. Don't sleep. Sleep is for suckers. Mm-hmm. When 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 he can call you and squash the beef, as the kids say, and and and, and repair the relationship, man, that was that was the most admirable thing I have ever seen my father do. Yeah. And I'm I'm thankful for that, you know, because father son relationships are always tense. Right. And they're primarily tense because of the male ego. Um, The male ego is also the reason why more businesses fail than they need to. Yeah. Right. As far as men, I can only speak for us. That goes for women, too. You're right. That ego can be, it can edge God out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, it's like your ability to say the goal is bigger than me. Yeah. The company is bigger than me. Not the company is mine. Not it's something I possess. Mm-hmm. It's a narcissistic appendage of me. Yeah. It's an entity that I am trying to build to a level where it has legs of its own. Mm-hmm. And that takes that takes a strength where most men, especially in our culture, most men are raised to be tough. Mm-hmm. Gen X and boomers, etc. Mm-hmm. We're raised to be tough. We're not raised to be strong. Right. Because in strength, I can be vulnerable. That's right. And still be a man. 
in strength, I can respect you for your lifestyle choices and still stand on what mine That's are right. and not judge you. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That is Dad and I are cool. We hung out last week. Yeah. That is powerful. And you and I were talking in the green room before we got started that when you shared this with me and thank you because I honor you for the strength and vulnerability of you you sharing both green room and again for the listeners. Thank you for that. But when we were talking green room, we were talking about how this, what you and your father just did a few weeks back is a perfect example of how you leave multi-generational imprints from your wholeness. You both have course corrected something from a a spiritual, energetic, metaphysical level that your son and your son's son and so on and so on won't have to deal with because you broke that link in the chain that was literally keeping both of you enslaved to an expectation mm, right mm, and you mm. both did that now your dad could have reached out just as you have reached out before and you could have said i'm not allowing this i don't want his energy in my my vortex my ecosystem i don't want it and you could have pushed it away and that opportunity for that freedom would have dissipated completely yeah. but it took you to be strong enough to allow that in to even see out of curiosity, to, to to play a little adventure game with yourself. What could he want from me? What could he Listen, need? when his name came up on the caller mm-hmm. ID, <laughs> mm-hmm. my ego and my spirit man mm-hmm. were like, yo, and my spirit man literally pimp slapped my ego. <laughs> Thank God. And I answered the phone. Thank God. Because that's real, right? Like it happens... With all of us, especially, I know all the listeners come from very different backgrounds, and thankfully we have listeners from all over the world, from Thailand, South Africa, to Spain, and everywhere in between. So I know culturally things could be different for many of you that are listening to this. But for Rich and I, who are both Black humans from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the United States of America, life required us to grow up with Teflon. And there wasn't, and I mean that literally and figuratively, if you wanted to be able to escape a lot of the things that were going on in the cities that, in the streets that we grew up in. And that also required you to have your ego stand up and say, you better be careful what streets you walking down. You better be mindful of what's happening. You better check that fool and make sure she's not trying to get over you. And that hardens you to receiving adventure. Even the adventure of playing, what is my spirit saying versus my ego? It literally encapsulates you if you don't do the work to say, okay, what I needed at the time being a young child in the urban streets of Philadelphia is not necessarily going to serve me now as an entrepreneur, as a mogul in the making, as a imprint creator of this world. So I need to do the work to get to let go of those tethers without shaming the fact that they also saved me at the same time. Uh, Nikita, on behalf of being one of your listeners also, (laughs) that has to be the name of your next book. Spirit versus Ego. Come on now, Rich. Don't be giving me no ideas. 
that's a best. I have to trademark that. Interview you. Hmm. Like, thank you. That, I gotta. When you said it, I was like, yo, I would read I that. Write that down. <laughs> now, y'all heard it. Don't y'all try to run and go uh, yeah, no, copywriting no, 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 no. it. Rich said it here no, no, first. No, 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 no. Spirit That's versus right. ego. Thank you, Rich. I like that. I had a colleague tell me that my next book should be called Witness because of all that I've witnessed. But I think there's something in the combination of that. So I'm going to pray on that thing. You know, I'm very serious about that. Mm. On that. Oh. Maybe it's a merger of the same witness, spirit versus ego. Ooh, honey. All right, stop it. You can't turn you can't turn this back on me. Let me turn this back on you. <laughs> All right, bitch. With everything you're doing in the world, helping these companies grow and expand, even giving to the ones that aren't ready to be clients yet, but bold and brave enough to go through the process with you of the the intake process to see how they can be ready. For you, you know, how long it will take me to, you know, have everything together so I can come correct. So you're giving it all different layers because you're doing that. You're pouring out a lot. So I have to ask you, as I ask every expert here that comes to the BBP stage, virtually or otherwise, how are you giving yourself permission to pause? That is the reason I listen to your podcast, okay? Um, that is the most challenging. So in entrepreneurship, and I work with a lot of venture capital firms because I do a scorecard for them on prospective investments nice. of what's the marketability of this, how strong is the value proposition of this. Um, and I also do, like you mentioned, some pitch training for people who want to pitch two VCs. But in all of that is loving what I do. Seeing every entrepreneur, like I saw my grandfathers who both own businesses here in Philadelphia. Like I see my mom who owns a car shop here in Philadelphia. Like like my father's new wife Mm -hmm. who owns a hair salon here in Philadelphia. I I, I love her dearly. Mm -hmm. If you need your hair done, ladies, go see La Pearl Beauty Salon. All right. Anyway, nice. I'm, um, I'm about I'm about the plugs now. Yes, La Pearl Beauty Salon in Philadelphia. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, giving yourself permission to pause yeah. is urgent, mm-hmm. and I don't think we we respect that. Like no business books, B school doesn't teach it. Like taking at least ten percent of a day. Right, 24 hours, take 2.4 hours Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a day to turn off all electronics and just catch your breath. Yes. Right? Yes. I like, personally, I like for everybody to be asleep. I run a bowl bath or I take like a long shower Mm -hmm. with the lights off and a candle lit and I just like, ugh. Nice. Because, you know, my ancestry is Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. And in the West African tradition, water has such a heavy spiritual meaning. It's like the recalibrating force. Yes. Right? So just taking that time, though, every day to, uh, yeah. you know, keep from having a heart attack, keep from having a stroke. Yeah. 
yes, go hard for your goals, but don't go hard against yourself. Right. Right. A lot of people, especially with the economy shrinking mm-hmm. and you know, whether the Federal Reserve tells you or not, the economy is shrinking. Yeah. Right. The wealth gap is real. Ten years ago, we watched um, a lot of communities occupy their city halls. And OK. Mm-hmm. Working for money, yes. Yeah. You, you, you deserve pay for what you're good at. But are you delivering what you're good at or are you chasing a dollar? Because chasing a dollar is the path to a stroke and a heart attack. That's right. That's the path to failure. Delivering value in exchange for a dollar, that's the win. Yes. And while helping businesses to do it, you know this, like people who know me know this. My messaging has pivoted maybe five times in the last three years because I've gotten clear on what I'm actually really, really good at as it resonates to the marketplace. So our tagline now is bespoke sales and marketing because a tailor can take 10 measurements and hand you a suit for 500 bucks. But a bespoke suit, well, that's 30 measurements. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're learning you a lot more that's right. before they ever put a piece of fabric on you. Yeah. And that's important for me because my reputation as a consultant is everything to me. Right? And that keeps me at peace when I have clients that are not good fits. Yeah. When I have subcontractors and partners who are pissing off the client, mm-hmm. it, it happens. Yeah. And there's no love loss, but it has to be addressed stoically and swiftly, right? Because you have to protect your peace. That's right. That's right. There's a book I read called Give and Take by Professor Adam Grant from Wharton. Mm-hmm. And it's like the giver's, the kind heart's manual yeah. for doing business. Yeah. I, I, I've read it twice already. It's it's all about saying, okay, yes, I'm a nice person, but here are my boundaries. Mm-hmm. 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 The best person at helping you clarify your boundaries is Nikita Ren. <laughs> Y'all should like look her up and, and like, hire her for a consultation. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. read Selfish. Yeah. Read Selfish yeah. with a pen. Mm-hmm. Mark up the pages. Yes. Read, give, and take. Mm-hmm. Like, be reading, be feeding your mind yeah. what's going to make you a better, healthier person. So, reading is one of my pauses I do every day, but that's audible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that long shower, that bubble bath. Yeah. It, it does a thing. Well, I'm curious because the people who are listening to this that don't know you don't know that you love cigars. And as we're recording this podcast right now, while you sit in New York, you sitting up here smoking a cigar in front of my face, not sharing. But you know that's that's neither here nor there. Listen, I, I bought a few more. <laughs> I'm bringing them back. Okay. <laughs> but are you when you take your when you give yourself permission to pause, especially and there's lots of ways to pause, like you said. Sometimes you're reading. Sometimes you're just taking a breather. But when you're doing the candle lit, you know, long bath or shower, getting prepared. Do you smoke before or after? I smoke all day. Okay. 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 <laughs> so cigars are associated with work hours for me now. Okay. 
unless I'm with my friends and we're relaxing. Yeah. But like, I'm literally sitting in Barclay Rex in New York. Shout out to Jahara uh, for help. She turned the music down just a little bit for me so <laughs> we didn't have a background while we were doing this. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, shout out to Barclay Rex. But yes, um, for me, cigars kind of relax me. Yeah. I enjoy them. It's something I can do while I'm doing my research, while I'm writing strategic plans that nobody knows about. Yeah, except for now. Now a lot of people... Hello. Yes, I, <laughs> I enjoy a good cigar. I do. Shout out to Definition Cigars. Great group of guys out of Texas. Nice. That's awesome. I'm, I'm laughing because when my husband, who also edits our podcast, when he hears this, he like, what's she talking about? She can barely smoke anything. She choke on air. <laughs> Talk about where her cigar at, which is so true. I'm hilarious and have such a lightweight intolerance for life. It's not even funny. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'm gonna learn one day. <laughs> Thank you. Take take a nice long deep breath for me the next time you inhale. <laughs> Thank you again, Rich, for coming to the BBP, for showing up, for showing up so fully, for loving on you first and foremost, so that you were fueled up enough to pour out and be so strong and vulnerable and sharing not only the work you do, the boundaries you've created in that work so you can attract and have room for the the clients you want to play with the most and have the most fun growing and expanding their business. So thank you. Thank you. It was hard. Um, I think therapy played a big role in it. My ability to love myself and like myself. And then once you get to beginning the journey of awakening Mm -hmm. and to begin the journey of healing, right? It's not a destination. It's a journey. Once you really start it, it it, it becomes part of your life. It becomes part of your daily. That's right. It changes your focus. You literally... And you're a big part of it. Listen, BBP, Balancing Boldly Podcast people, subscribe, tune in, tell three friends. That's right. Because one friend is not enough. (laughs) That's right. See, I didn't even have to do that for you. Thank you. I told you I'm taking you on the road with me, Rich. I'm taking you on the road. Hey, anytime. <laughs> Balance boldly, listeners. I promise that 2022 was going to be a year of up levels and upgrades in so many ways. And we've had lots and lots, hundreds of guests between our old podcast version and the current Balance Boldly version. They've all been great in their own ways. But each and every expert just goes another level deeper. And I'm so grateful that Rich Laster from GrowExpand.com was able to do that today. Rich, is that the best place for them to find you, GrowExpand.com? Is that where you choose to have people come and play with you? Uh, Yes, GrowExpand.com is the website. Um, GrowExpand.com on LinkedIn is where our blog is hosted now. Um, Every week, I just whatever I'm led to share um, that I think will help you as a professional grow and expand your business. I'm just going. That's the goal. All right. So thank you. Well, now you heard it, ladies and brave men, our gentlemen listening to the show, you know exactly what to do. You can find everything you need at the base of the show notes. So if you are on your Peloton right now, just remember when you get off to save this episode and get what you need at the bottom so you can go to growexpand.com. And also, I would definitely encourage you, no matter what, to connect with Rich on LinkedIn. There's all kinds of goodness and gems that are coming just from his staff 
statuses, let alone the blog that he just started. I think you'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed along the way. As always, I have to ask you to do two things. Sometimes it's just one, but today it's two. The first is to make sure that you share this episode with someone in your ecosystem who could benefit from listening to Rich's story. Make sure that you share it without context. Hey, heard this, thought you would like it, and it might resonate with you too. Because I feel like sometimes when we give give the context, it gives a projection of what you feel the person is going to get from it. And that may not be in alignment with they're ready to hear. And I've heard that from many, many different people before. So just make sure that you share without context. I heard this great episode. Let me know if it resonates with you too. And pass, you know, if not pass along that kind of thing, but please do that because there are lots of people, humans, potent humans all around the world that need to understand that they too, no matter what age or stage they are in their life, can not only grow and expand their business, which is the, the work, the life work that Rich is working on right now, but also can repair multi-generational curses and challenges that have been coming up if they allow that opportunity to come in. And I just think that that deep, vulnerable, honest share with Rich and his father was, it was worth every, it's weight in the gold, period. We could end it right there. The second thing that I'd like you to do, like I want you to do every single week, is to enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly. 